the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here it is, hour two. It is January 8th, 2023. So glad you are on board. And I had a few people checking in during the break, but who did not want to go on air. 303-696-1971. Consider yourselves invited. And I do want to look into this church commission, this new church commission that was... That was chiseled out of McCarthy by these 20 House Republican Caucus, Freedom Caucus individuals who, who bravely, bravely fought for 15 votes to try to get some concessions out of, out of McCarthy to make him a better speaker, to help him be a better leader for the United States of America. And I'll, I'm going to dig into this church committee, which is the kind of thing that you need to know about. I've always been aware of it and... And again, our own Senator Gary Hart back in the 70s was on the church committee. And I do think, although at the time when I was a, when I was a younger fellow, I, I didn't have a whole lot of respect for Gary Hart as I have evolved and matured. I have developed more respect for Gary Hart and some of his work on that church committee. Okay, and I'll detail more of that in just a moment. But again, these, these 20 House Republicans were considered nihilistic. They were considered incredibly problematic for the United States of America. The mainstream media saying that and the establishment voices saying that. But just think about this. The people who were saying, these 20 Republicans, with their common sense demands for balanced budgets, no omnibus, unreadable spending bills, secure borders, and the church committee— very reasonable demands, but oh, just just kind of a hassle to the Beltway ruling class. But think about this: the Beltway ruling class, the Uniparty, the Uniparty members of Congress have put us thirty-two trillion dollars in debt. The Uniparty, the same people criticizing these twenty Republicans, has created a crisis at the border: millions of illegal aliens. Again, they've created this massive omnibus spending style that leads to rampant inflation. They've helped create this ridiculous energy policy that we've been living under. And they've been all too willing to give $100 billion to Ukraine, to a foreign country in which Zelensky is busily censoring his political opposition in Ukraine Again, I am not a fan of that scenario in Ukraine at all. I don't think that's uh, where we need to be spending $100 billion plus of our dollars, and it seems like there's going to be no end to that amount of spending. So who are the nihilists? Who are the nihilists? I, and I, I would say that it's the people that have gotten us into this mess that are the nihilists, and the people like this brave 20 souls who stood up to try to get concessions out of and got them out of McCarthy 
are the opposite of the nihilists. They are the courageous ones doing good work for this republic. Now, Frank Church headed up the church committee in 19, <clears throat> excuse me, 1975, and what it did was investigated abuses by the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, and the IRS. 1975 was dubbed the Year of Intelligence in that there was a church committee and there was also a House counterpart called the Pike Committee. And then there was also the Presidential Rockefeller Commission. So now why, why did they start wanting to investigate um, intelligence agencies back in the 1970s? Well, there was a lot of abuses being perpetuated by uh, by our agencies. There was some assassinations going on. There was concerns about uh, spying and on the American people at that time. And just, just getting a little bit of information out here, and I think this is, again, the most important issue today, again, is what I refer to as the deep state, as the unelected bureaucrats, as the people behind the scenes, who have all kinds of surveillance state power and are wielding it, not against foreign nations like was once done, maybe Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, whatever. It's now being wielded against the United States citizens themselves. That somehow our ruling class sees as a threat to their continued political dominance of this country, of this nation. Now, just reading a little bit of information here, Um, getting some info in about the church committee. The most shocking revelations of the committee include Operation MKUltra, involving the drugging and torture of unwitting U.S. citizens as part of of human experimentation on mind control. Operation MKUltra. Anybody watched the Bourne Identity movies or read the Robert Ludlum Bourne, Jason Bourne books. I think it's kind of tied into that a little bit. The church committee in 75 discovered COI Intel Pro, Cointel Pro, which involved the surveillance and infiltration of American political and civil rights organizations. The 1975 church commission also uncovered the Quote, family jewels, a CIA program to covertly assassinate foreign leaders. And the church committee also uncovered what's called Operation Mockingbird as a systematic propaganda campaign with domestic and foreign journalists operating as CIA assets and dozens of U.S. news organizations providing cover for CIA activity. And one other thing that the church committee uncovered was something called Project Shamrock, in which the major telecommunications companies shared their traffic with the NSA. The NSA is the National Security Agency, which up until recently you were not allowed to even mention its existence. Remember when I was in college, you were, you're not even allowed to really mention that it existed. It was maybe right around then that you could start to hint that there was something called an NSA. But apparently Frank Church, when he was doing some of his media interviews and 
debriefs about the results of his church committee, he went on national television and did not mention the NSA by name. He did not mention it specifically, and he just uh, he referred to an entity existing, but without labeling it the NSA. So some of these things that were uncovered were quite horrifying to the American people. Operation MKUltra, COINTELPRO, Project Samrock, Family Jewels, Operation Mockingbird. That was a real revelation to the American people. And someone like Noam Chomsky, Noam Chomsky, uh, another leftist, wrote uh, dozens and dozens. He's still writing dozens and dozens of books about these kinds of things. And I've always, you know, enjoyed reading some Chomsky, though Chomsky, again, is a, is a far leftist. But we are in agreement that we don't want these unelected individuals running amok, running amok without, without, you know, the American people and our democracy and our republic, you know, having any control over what these people are doing with all their surveillance power and their intelligence powers. And it becomes even more problematic when maybe you would say at one time these intel agencies were going after other nations and Maybe you could make the case they were trying to keep America safe, but now it seems like they've turned their operations against the American people themselves, against their political enemies, and that, to me, is not a good turn of events, and why this new church committee that these 20 Republicans helped engineer by withholding their votes for four or five days up to the 15th vote um, got this in gear. Now, I've got some more information on this and even some, some interviews at the time of, uh, from Frank Church that I, I very interesting and very, very prescient, if I do say. So hang right on, and we'll get to some phone action as well. We're 303-696-1971. There we go. Dwight Yoakum. Had to bring some Yoakum in. One of our resolutions, maybe play more Yoakum this year. We'll see what we can come up with. <laughs> By the way, the some of the results of that church committee, one was Executive Order 11905, which banned political assassinations. Interesting. There was also Executive Order 12036, which expanded that one I just mentioned. And on this, Carl Bernstein, who's become a shadow of himself in recent years, but in 1977, the Washington Post reporter Carl Bernstein wrote an article in the Rolling Stone magazine stating that the relationship between the CIA and the media was far more extensive than what the church committee revealed. Bernstein said that the committee had covered it up because it would have shown embarrassing relationships in the 1950s and 1960s with some of the most powerful organizations and individuals in American journalism. Very interesting. Um, that uh, is big time today, as the FBI has completely infiltrated Twitter. I'll get into that as the program goes on. Elon Musk is doing something about that. And by the way, around 9-11, the church committee was criticized very strongly um, because it said it limited CIA's ability to gather human intelligence, which helped allow 9-11 to happen. And so, of course, we got the Patriot Act, 
which I think you can tie into having really uh, loosened the strings on the intelligence community, and they have essentially gone wild in the aftermath of 9-11, and they are, uh, they are now able to turn their, uh, their surveillance and their targeting on the American people themselves is, 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 is my concern that I don't, I don't want that to be happening. And so this, this church committee maybe can get somewhere. But now, going back to 1975... Frank Church himself, senator from Idaho, you know, did some commentary about his church committee. And I found this this one particular clip that I find rather illuminating. He talks about the potential for total tyranny in the future and how he is not in favor of that for this American republic. And if we could just sit back for a second here, it's a two-minute long clip. Let's listen to Frank Church in what I think is a rather prescient, prescient set of commentary from 1975. But let me tell you this. In the need to develop a capacity to know what potential enemies are doing, the United States government has perfected a technological capability that enables us to monitor the messages that go through the air, uh, these messages uh, are between ships at sea. They could be between units, uh, military units in the field. We have a very extensive capability of intercepting messages wherever they may be in the airwaves. Now, that is necessary and important to the United States as we look abroad at enemies or potential enemies. We must know. At the same time, that capability at any time could be turned around on the American people. And no American would have any privacy left, such as the capability to monitor everything, telephone conversations, telegrams, it doesn't matter. There would be no place to hide. If this government ever became a tyranny, if a dictator ever took charge in this country, the technological capacity that the intelligence community has given the government could enable it to impose total tyranny. And there would be no way to fight back because the most careful effort to combine together in resistance to the government, no matter how privately it was done, is within the reach of the government to know. Such is the capability of this technology. Now, why is this investigation important? I'll tell you why. Because I don't want to see this country ever go across the bridge. I know the capacity that is there to make tyranny total in America. And we must see to it that this agency and all agencies that possess this technology operate within the law and under proper supervision so that we never cross over that abyss. There, that's the abyss from which there is no return. Hmm. Now that is Frank Church, Senator Frank Church of Idaho, a clip from 1975. And that's one that, maybe I'll play that again in the next segment, just so we have that in there twice. But as he headed up his church committee, he was concerned about total tyranny, the potential for it erupting in the United States of America. He talked about 
how the American government has perfected the technology to monitor messages in the air. Any messages in the air. He described a very extensive capability. And his big concern was that that power, that technology could be, quote, turned around on the American people, end quote. If at some point a dictator came into power, and he says that there would be no place to hide and no way to fight back. Now, do we have a dictator in power? Or would you even need a dictator in power? What if the dictator in power is an unelected dictator embedded in these agencies, people who are, yes, unelected and have been there for decades and have got a ton of institutional momentum behind them and unlimited budgets and technology that only grows in its uh, perfectibility by the day. So was Frank Church on to something there, do you think? And again, last show we did, uh, December, we talked about, hey, was the CIA involved in the JFK assassination? And we reviewed some of Tucker Carlson's interesting statements on that. And interesting that out of the church committee, a ban on political assassinations came into being. And it is interesting that after the church committee came out, you know, that, that's what created the Senate Select Intelligence Committee, SSCII, I believe. And it also created the FISA courts. And about that, I'll review that a bit more in a moment. But I, this is interesting stuff. And with this new church commission, is, is there any potential there? And Caller Jack earlier was not optimistic that much can be done because it's so omnipresent. There's no way to fight back. But but let, let, let's see, and let's let's say hello to Brian. Brian in Arvada. Brian, glad you're on board tonight, and hope you are well, sir. You too. It's glad to have you back. What's your resolution this year? What are you thinking? You know, I guess I haven't really made one. You know, the, the last one I really made was I was vowing to eat bananas and to try to make myself like bananas. <laughs> and I did pull that one off because I was embarrassed my kids would eat bananas but not me, because I never liked them. But now I'm I'm pro banana, and I'll eat bananas. But uh, that's that's my only real successful one. How, how about you, Brian? You got one? You know, I'm thinking the both of us have gotten things so right last year that we just <laughs> didn't even think about it this year. We said, nope, everything's good. Nothing we need to re- repair here. Oh, that's that's interesting. Maybe maybe our resolution should be to try to be humble about that. To to. To not crow about it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, humility. But we got to get you out of the minivan still. But we'll talk about that later. You know what the problem is? The FBI has been so corrupt for so long, and and it's because they own all these people. They got bribes. Think about the Mm -hmm. Epstein thing. They got names of all these people that were molesting children, guys. I mean, this ain't rocket science here. Mm -hmm. So then they go, okay, hey, you're you know you're going to stay in line. We're basically being run by a mob right now. And what McCarthy's going to do is he's going to, they're going to say, okay, we'll give you a bone or two, you drip it here or there. But they're not going to open up the floodgates. So you're not, we're, in for a, we're in for a haul on this one. Yeah, you're, you're not total optimism, but maybe at least it's not nothing. Would you say that, Brian? 
I'm thinking they'll say, okay, we got to give a dog a bone, you know, and I think McCarthy's part of the deep state. I mean, think about his judgment. This yeah. is the guy who said we got an experimental vaccine. Good point. The for the military. But thank you, Brian. Freedom. All right. Welcome back. Here we are at the midway portion of the program. Check in if you are so inclined. 303-696-1971. Yeah, we're talking... Are you excited about Kevin McCarthy, the new speaker? Been covering that. And what do you think about this potential or actual new church committee? That's what they're labeling it. We'll see what it ends up being labeled. That will be investigating intelligence abuses from the House. And again, we've been detailing what the church committee was back in 1975. And... um, that's one that you need to know about and why why that was brought into being and what it did. And unfortunately, some of what it did has been corrupted, okay? The FISA court was created by the Church Commission, and it was the FISA court that was so abused to perpetuate the Russia-Russia hoax and the Steele dossier and to spy on Donald Trump. They went through a FISA judge to get that cleared And Durham did nail somebody for having realigned the information on that presented to the FISA judge. And I believe that was Sussman was the guy's name who went down for that. Only briefly, of course. But can we be optimistic that a new church committee can accomplish much? Will it be like another House Republican investigation like the IRS that went nowhere or like Benghazi that went nowhere or like the Fast and Furious investigation that went nowhere? These are questions you have to ask, and I think a certain amount of skepticism is in order, but I would at least say that it is not nothing. And it might require a little bit of of sweat for the national security state to beat all of this down. And maybe they think they can just brush it off nice and easily. Maybe they think that that's not uh, something that they should worry about. But they did at least concede to this. And over at the conservative treehouse, Sundance says, well, he does believe it is a futile. Futile is the word he uses, exercise. But he does write a little essay about a suggested roadmap for the next Congress Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. And again, that's the word, weaponization of the federal government. So Sundance is not particularly encouraged, but he does like it that Thomas Massey, a Republican from Kentucky, and I just had a tweet from Jennifer down in Texas saying that she would she would trust having Massey on board Yeah, I really like the idea of a church committee. If Thomas Massey is on it or leads it, I will trust it. So Massey is supposed to be on the committee, not necessarily leading the committee, but he will be on there, and he's got a lot of respect. Uh, He's earned a lot of respect, and he seems like a very trustworthy politician. Again, the, the circle of politicians you can trust is pretty minimal, ladies and gentlemen. That's just kind of the way it is, and that's just reality. And I don't uh, think it's worthwhile to be placing much trust in most any politician, but there are a few. There are a few out there, and Massey being one of them, Jordan being pretty much one of them, Trump, in my opinion, being 
the biggest one and the one who has paid the biggest price for taking on the establishment, of course. Been covering that for how many years around here? But uh, Sundance gives a this suggested roadmap for how to be successful and how it should not be another IRS Benghazi fast and furious that goes nowhere. And just to get to the summary bullet points there, I might do a little more detail on this. It says, one, this congressional committee needs to know the gigantic scale of the opposition. It's going to be taken on everything beltway, everything ruling class, everything deep state. Two, formulate a communication strategy around it and then build a website to get the information out to the public. Three, communicate findings by telling the story to the American people as it is discovered. And that is key, that you don't want to just, uh, you know, this is another of the points, you don't want to wait until the end to generate another useless report that few will read. Like Durham, you know, we had to wait all the way to the end. And then basically the media was able to spend in one week, spend that report away, the Durham report. And it went on for years. That's the way it went with Durham. But if, if we can have the steady drip, drip, drip of releases, if Massey, maybe Jordan, if he's involved, can steadily release this information, that's going to be the way to do it. Um, Four, grant immunity to all witnesses, says Sundance. So if you bring in a deep state or grant them immunity, maybe that would help make a bit of a difference, but they'd have other ways to probably punish anybody who said the wrong stuff. But granting immunity, that's at least something. Five is the don't wait till the end. Six, make sunlight the motive of the committee. Sunlight, sunlight, cleansing sunlight. Seven, Consider success when the American people can see the problem. So if you can just get it out there and the American people can see it, that is success. Eight, dissolve any weaponized systems. And nine, don't create new ones. Again, the Church Committee did create the FISA Court and did create the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, which was corrupted by Richard Burr, who headed that up for years and is now being managed by Marco Rubio, who will most likely be corrupting that. And again, that all goes back to the Russia hoax and the Russia collusion stuff. And the, uh, you know, the Senate Select Intelligence Committee is, is unfortunately quite, quite corrupt, in my opinion, um, along with the FISA court system. And we went through that for years around here studying all that. And some of that came out of the, the church committee. Now, let's just get this in where uh, Thomas Massey had a little hello with Tucker Carlson. And he talked about what he is going to be doing as part of this new church commission. Bit of a bit of a clip here, and I thought let's just let's just sit and listen to the whole thing of Thomas Massey about what he's going to do with his new church committee. So we spent all week telling you about the fight on Capitol Hill. Over Tucker going to be the next leads it off of the House. Of course, at the beginning, the presumption was Kevin McCarthy was going to get the job. And then a group of his colleagues stood up and said, not so fast. And for a couple of days, they successfully held him off. Well, during that period, Kevin McCarthy decided to make some changes in the way he's going to administer the House and its priorities. And one of them is something that we've been talking about and certainly thinking about for quite some time, which is the creation of a committee modeled after the famous Frank Church Committee of the 1970s that will look a lot more closely 
at the influence of the FBI and the various intel agencies on domestic politics. They're not allowed to interfere in domestic politics. They clearly have been, and maybe Congress could get to the bottom of that. In fact, they're the only ones who can't. Well, Kevin McCarthy's going to do that. Looks like he's going to be Speaker, and his plan, we have just learned, is to appoint really one of the most honest and dogged members of Congress, we'll just say it, Thomas Massey of Kentucky, to head that committee, the new church committee run by Congressman Thomas Massey, who, by the way, joins us now to announce it. Congressman, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Tucker. It, it looks like I'll probably be on that committee, but I can't say that I will run it. Uh, I will say that, you know, while we've seen this drama unplay on the House floor behind the scenes, along with those people who uh, withheld their vote for Kevin McCarthy until they got the transformational changes in the House and the way the House works, uh, we were working with uh, to make sure that this church committee, a suggestion that you've had, and thank you for suggesting that I should be on it. I don't know if you're clairvoyant or just made the future happen, but it's happening. Uh, we were making sure that this committee wasn't going to be fenced in, that it wasn't just going to be a show committee. We wanted to make sure that we have full jurisdiction, that if we stumble onto something at another three-letter agency, that they don't say, whoa, that's out of your jurisdiction. Or if we find out there's more than a violation of the First Amendment right, if there are other civil rights that are being violated, we've secured a guarantee that we can go wherever the evidence leads us. So everyone who's attempted this, and, and few have attempted it, but Frank Church certainly attempted it, and the Congress attempted it again in 1976 with their Special Committee on Assassinations. Those committees bumped right headlong into a wall of secrecy, and it drove a lot of them, those members, kind of crazy. Are you prepared for, for this honestly awesome task? I think we are, and we've been laying the groundwork for that. Uh, Dan Bishop, my colleague from North Carolina, and Jim Jordan, we've been talking to the Intel Committee, which has the authority to, to get all of that information. By the way, a lot of this is going to play out down in the skiff. You're going to have to trust the people that are put on this committee. And I'll tell you what, if there's something fishy going on, I'll come out of the skiff and tell you. Uh, but a lot of it will be behind closed doors. There will be classified information. But if we find anything illegal or unconstitutional, we will bring it forward. Well, in, in your specific case, I believe you. And I am uh, I'm so grateful that you're doing this. And I really hope that if you find anything like that, to the extent you can tell us about it, you will. Thomas Massey of Kentucky. Thank you. There Thank we go. You, that was the Tucker Carlson interview with Thomas Massey. And I've got a few things to unpack from that set of statements there. Come out of the skiff. Yeah, he's got to come out of the skiff and start talking. Don't wait to the end. More on this in a moment. Be right back on Backbone Radio. Funny how songs trigger memories, and that song, Magic by the Cars. I remember as a kid, I was out at Waterworld over on Pecos Street. You know, Waterworld, that was a big deal when that was... That was going then, and I think it's still a big deal, right? I just haven't been there in forever. Anyway, I remember that Cars song just came out, and I remember thinking, man, that's a really great song. Yeah, when I'm out there uh, trying to do that wave machine thing, <laughs> and uh, still not a very good surfer, have to admit that that's one sport that's really hard to master. You know, I don't know, maybe you have to start that when you're like 10, 12. Maybe then you can get somewhere. The snow skills don't translate to the water. At any rate, yeah, we're we're covering this church committee, which, again, 
does get to the fundamentals, to the most important issues we're facing as a republic, as a nation. And, you know, to what extent, I mean, it's great that we have this have this new church committee, and Thomas Massey will be on there. And uh, we don't want to get false hopes that it's going to be able to do anything. But I, I think this roadmap written out by Sundance is, is very helpful. And, you know, Thomas, Thomas Massey, if Jim Jordan's involved, maybe we can, you know, nudge something. You know, maybe something could happen. And one reason why I might be optimistic is that Elon Musk is running Twitter now. And the FBI influence on Twitter appears to be waning. More on that in the next hour. And if you can just get this stuff coughed up into the public so the public can see it, the public can read it, the public can understand this stuff, then you're getting somewhere. And, of course, we've been unable to succeed in that in the sense that it's so rigidly patrolled and regulated the mainstream media, and of course, the social media, Twitter and Facebook, and go down that list, YouTube, Google. So, so Sundance is saying that, you know, hey, even if this is futile, here's what, you know, you need to do. And one, you need to understand that you are going to be the target of basically the entire political class. They are going to be coming after you, and it's a very complex and a very daunting task. Okay, so... Expect the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, the SSCI, headed up now by Rubio. Oh, Vice Chairman Rubio. I forgot who's in charge of that one right now. But they're going to make it their priority mission to block any investigation that touches on how the intelligence apparatus of the United States government is weaponized against the people. So just expect that, says Sundance. And Sundance also says, expect every single executive branch intelligence institution including the DOJ, the NSD division of the DOJ, National Security Division of the DOJ, FBI, DHS, ODNI, CIA, DIA, NSC, and every sub-agency within their authorities to do anything and everything to block a subcommittee looking into their domestic activity. And Sundance says, you know, every member of this House subcommittee, the new church subcommittee, and their staff will be under constant surveillance. They have to know that. They also have to know that the intelligence apparatus media will be deployed and daily leaks from the various agencies will go straight to their contact lists in the New York Times, Politico, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and Embassy, in short, the echo chamber. And so, and here's a, here's a key one. Additionally, the national security state will demand the House investigation take place on their terms. Now, this is a very important point in that it always seems like when you're dealing with these investigations and you're dealing with the IRS, Benghazi, Fast and Furious, you're dealing with Durham, you're dealing with uh, anything that involves these investigations, that the national security state gets to dictate the terms. They tell you how it is to be done. And... In that clip we just played, you heard Thomas Massey say that a lot of this stuff's going to be done down in a skiff, which is a oh, this like the the cone of silence, like they used in Get Smart, where you know, like the glass thing comes over your head and you speak in silence, and it's basically what it is. It's like these these rooms where you can't bring a cell phone in, and no uh, 
eavesdropping can occur from outside. Apparently there's some kind of like structure around the walls of a skiff that allows nothing to get out or be intercepted. Probably, maybe. Anyway, but if if the National Security State says that all of this stuff Massey might be involved in has to be done down in a skiff, and then it goes on for a year or two or three, <laughs> and nothing ever comes out, you know, then that's their terms. But that's where Massey did say in that quote we played that, hey, if I find something illegal or unconstitutional, I'm going to come up out of the skiff and report it to the people. And if he could report it, get onto a free speech platform that maybe could be Twitter, that could be influential. And if he can just get some sunlight out there, then that that would be very, very significant. Okay? And... You know, you might say that back in the 1970s, the American people were a little bit uh, more idealistic, maybe in some ways a little bit naive. But, you know, the 60s and Vietnam and the assassinations of Martin Luther King, JFK, RFK, that roiled, roiled this country in a big, big way. And there was a righteous determination from a lot of people, including even Gary Hart, you know, on, on the church committee to try to write some of those wrongs and, and rein in these uh, deep staters, right? And I submit to you that that's still there. I'd say maybe not as much there, but I'd say to you it is still there. But too many people are unable to understand or put the picture together because we live in that echo chamber censorship kind of world in which, you know, uh, Bernstein in 77 wrote for Rolling Stone about the CIA relationship with so much major media and major media figures in, in, in America. And, um, and that's going on probably even more so now than it was then, which means that most people aren't able to get good information, they, and they, they just don't understand what's going on. And I was talking about how the New York Times describes The View TV show as the number one most influential political show in the United States of America, The View. And, and that is incredibly low information, uh, political content on that show. But apparently uh, some people watch it. But, you know, see, if you sit around watching The View and so forth, I mean, you will not be able to understand what's, what's going on in this country. But it's key that, see, the House, the House, these are elected people. Did anybody elect the national security state? No, those are the bureaucrats. Those are the unelected. Did anybody elect the agency people? No, that those they are unelected. The House are the people that went before the voters and got themselves elected. And so they should dictate the terms in this constitutional republic. Yes? The people, the people's representatives should dictate the terms in our constitutional republic. Okay? So we should not be on you know, on their terms. We should be on the people's terms, which is what this is. And, oh, they're going to fight that. They're going to resist that. They're going to do everything they can. And, of course, a few other points. This special counsel, Jack Smith, who's investigating Trump, he's going to use his position to try to block this church committee from receiving evidence, of course. And then you're going to have over at the DOJ... Um, probably uh, Lisa Monaco, who's the DAG at the DOJ, she's going to, you know, say that, oh, you can't dig into that stuff, you know, you church committee people, because you're obstructing this special counsel investigation. And so expect all kinds of obstacles and 
of course, the deep state is great at delaying stuff, at delaying stuff and finding a way to stretch out stuff. And it's hard for the public to maintain its attention span on some of this stuff. And, boy, they are masters of that kind of manipulation. All right. So, you know, hopefully with sort of constant, you know, hope Massey constantly coming up out of the skiff saying, hey, look what I found. You know, hey, look at this. What do you think? And pump it onto Twitter, get it out there that maybe that could be something. And again, a lot of this, in my opinion, is the most significant stuff that needs to be looked into. Because until we get to the bottom of this stuff, uh, politics is essentially uh, superficial. It's, a, it's, like a, it's like a cosmetic display, you know, just a consumption for the masses that doesn't ever get to the point of what's really happening and our need to save this republic. Hey, it's Matt Dunn. It's Backbone Radio. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 